Hey, y'all. Welcome to our podcast, The Pretty Ugly Struggle, hosted by Connie Love and B. Hall. Each week, sit with us as we discuss viral topics, raising kids, relationships, running businesses, and trying to look good while doing it. The mother effing struggle is real. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, B. Hall. And I'm your girl, Connie Love. And welcome to another week of The Pretty Ugly Struggle. Today, we are joined by our beautiful guest. Um, this week we decided to actually bring in some guests um it's our 10th episode we were like you know we're gonna have a little girls talk and we're gonna bring in people that are special to us my guest this week is my girl her name is whitney this is my ace my my dog we do everything together my battle buddy my comrade whitney hey okay um, today I decided to bring my my everything. Like she my ride or die. She be there for me, and she is so like intelligent with the stuff and the in the behind the scenes and making things look good, sound good, feel good. Miss Kayla, thank you guys for being on our tenth episode. Yes, episodes in. Um, so I guess this week we're gonna let our guests start off. Like they're they're Which gonna I be talk controlling about. this thing for us. So okay, okay. So I think that um, you know everybody's talking about Meg The Stallion and Tory Lane. So why not join in the conversation? Um, but let's talk on it in the light of protecting and respecting the black woman and yes. what that looks like to us. You know, because I we all it. juggle so many hats and we all have to be viewed as strong. But we still all want to be protected. Absolutely. We can do some protecting, yeah. but we don't want to be forgotten about Absolutely. in the struggle. Absolutely. Um, if you guys aren't aware with what's going on, even though it's like major everywhere, uh, of course, Meg the, Meg the Stallion was shot um, a few weeks ago at this point, and she never named her assailant. You know, and uh, everybody started starting out as rumors and bullcrap behind the scenes. Like, who shot her? Did she really get shot? What happened? What caused it? Instead of saying, I'm there for you, whatever we can do to help you, like we're with you in prayer, things like that, um, everybody started criticizing her, actually. And so she had got sick of the bullshit and she was like, I got to come out because Tori's uh, camp had came out with all these allegations that she was jealous because he was talking to Kylie and fighting and all this type of stuff. And she had hit him. So she decided, okay, since that's the game you want to play, let me, let me really tell what the fuck went on. So she went on live and she was like, Tori Lane shot me, period. Okay. Stop it. And then she went into more of the backstory. She said there was an argument. She didn't say what the argument was, but she said she decided to get out the car and decided to walk home. She was outside of the car. Tori Lane's let the window down or whatever and shot her in the foot. I want to say twice. That is the most like ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, I don't even need to hear anymore. Yeah. That is like the most ridiculous thing and most cowardly thing mm-hmm. I have ever heard. Yeah. She got out of the car to remove herself from the situation and you decided to take a gun and shoot this woman in her foot. You are a coward. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else Here to be said is. about that. Um, it's disheartening at the same time. So yeah. I can only imagine what she's going through as a young, not Mentally, emotionally, young black woman. She's yes. going through some things and... We're not protecting her. We're trying to make her prove herself. And I, I think that says a lot about our community yeah, and, a whole, and how we handle what the black woman goes through. Exactly. And not only are we making her prove herself, we're making fun of her. You know, well, not we, because I right, remember. Right, right. But just as a community, people are making fun of her. They're making memes. They're making jokes, you know. And 
It's like at the end of the day, Meg is what? How old? 23, 24, 23, 23, still a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without a mother, without you a father, I mean? without a grandmother. She, yeah. She's without, with, without anybody. And she out in the limelight of this industry, which is another, uh, what are the That's a whole layer. Yeah, it's another the... layer of adversity that she has to deal with. And I, young lady, you're handling your grace. And I, oh and I applaud you. So. I couldn't even so imagine. She handles everything. Like, just imagine being that young with that level of fame. And still, Ooh. sis still going to school. Yeah. Okay. Or did she graduate? On top of it all. No, she she still like, I love the fact that she still wanted to she keep still had that her business. on her plate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, her, mother, her mother thought that was important for her to finish school. Exactly. So she's like, I'm definitely going to keep exactly. this going. Yeah. Um, but I think that people, because Meg is maybe like 5'11", 6'3". Um, you know what I mean? Which is thick, thicker than a pot of grapes. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think people forget that She's still a woman. You know what I'm saying? Men, women, uh, not so much as women, because I think we view her as a level of empowerment um, because she say a lot of what we think. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But a lot of men, I will say, um, they just don't take take her as dainty and fragile. So when something happens. That's the one they want to care for, the dainty and fragile. Yeah, you so? know what I mean? Um, so when something happens to her, they don't run to her rescue. Okay. And regardless so they of what like she got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she can you handle herself. I mean? it, you, it probably, you know, a lot of the content that she puts out, you know, men are biased about it. Right. You know what I mean? But it's still, this is a woman. And I think that protection as, as a black man means showing up, period, for no. women other than your mama, your auntie, yeah. your sister. You know what I mean? That's yeah. still somebody else's daughter sister Mother. regardless of what yeah you know what i mean that's that's still a black woman handle her with care um and it's 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 obvious it's a struggle but i don't think this situation is anybody mishandling her i think that well except tori i think as a whole this is a situation of not protecting her and that doesn't mean protecting her from the bullet that means protecting her from the, the verbal uh, abuse the the nobody no shoulder to lean on nobody standing up for her versus okay i don't need you to take the bullet for me i need you to just stand up for me after i've already taken the bullet and we're not asking to you to take myself. the pain yeah we're not asking you to take the pain we're asking you to protect us from the th the aftermath of the pain right right right, right. you know because we have usually dealt with that as black mm -hmm. women you know what mm -hmm. i mean we can handle the the, the we can carry a lot yeah, yeah. yeah. But we can't the that the she was shot by and she spoke about this in her life she was shot by this man and she felt the need to protect Text him, him. Yeah. yes yeah and because she knows that black time men, of need. because black men are still getting killed by yes. police officers yeah. she still didn't even want to do that for him that is the i've been in that position thing. before yeah. you know? not where i was shot or anything like that but to where i was abused and the fact that i had to call the police and a white police officer came to my house, and in that moment, I wanted to protect my aggressor. Yes. In that moment, I was just like, I, this is a big black man. This is little five, seven white officer, older male. He's automatically looking at him as a threat. I know I've been hurt by this man, but I still want to protect him. So I sympathize with Megan in yes, that situation. Exactly. Honestly. It, it has to be a struggle to choose whether to protect yourself in all your pain or protect the person who caused your pain you know what i mean and then you got to pick which one which one you picking because <laughs> then we're talking about that she was what uh a snitch for yeah. naming Girl. her assailant that's crazy what? That's girl crazy. 
Okay. okay. I don't even want to go there. Um, I don't know. How do you feel, Shakayla? How do you feel about the whole situation? I feel like overall there was a lack of accountability. Yeah. Um, here, you know, you have Megan, and they're saying what they have to say, weighing in their opinions, but nobody is like holding Corey accountable. Yeah. Nobody's saying, hey, regardless of whatever she's saying, that's wrong for her to have been shot. Yeah. I don't right. care what happened. I yeah. don't need to know the background. Right. You Should shot a woman. You shot a black woman. You're like, no, you're wrong. And I think what happens is because he's famous and he's likable and yeah. everybody likes him. I like him. Yeah. You know, and nobody wants to speak on you. You messed up and you're wrong. And nobody's ho like you said, nobody's holding him accountable for his actions. Instead, we're pushing her. Oh, are you sure? We're questioning we her. pictures of her yeah. wounds to prove she even got because shot. Because we like him so much. It's just, it's, and I, we like her too, but. Who you gonna go for it first? You gonna black men protect black men, mm. you know, and that's that's, that's that scary. It's scary to be in that situation. Yeah, because we see, we know. I know some of my homeboys will know that some of their homeboys may be beating on their their girlfriend, wife, or significant way. other, and and I'll be like, how are you a lot of they ain't my business? Yeah. You know, but but you know what? As women, we don't do that. I'm holding my girl accountable all day long. Like you shouldn't have did that. Yes. You're wrong. You brought that on yourself. Don't put yourself in those type of situations. Right. You know, I'm I'm gonna pick you up and help carry you throughout the mess. But through as I'm doing it, I'm telling you, you're wrong. That's not yeah. how we carry ourselves. That's not what we do as women. That's that's who I, that's what we do as black women. We mm -hmm. all, and that's why we're so hard on each other. Mm -hmm. We will scrutinize each other and and judge each other all day. But black men don't do that to each other. Yeah. So that protection doesn't have to come only from the black men. We got to learn how to protect each other as yes, well. Exactly. We have to get to that point because if we don't learn how to protect each other, they definitely not going to protect us. Yeah. So I think we got to talk about protection from the aspect with, of internally. with internally and on the outside. Yeah. So, and I think it kind of begins at home. It does. It kind of, we, we're, we're pushing these black men, protect us, protect us, protect us. But are we still, what are we saying to each other? Mm -hmm. Am I protecting you when I talk about you because, oh, she thinks she all that? Mm -hmm. Am I protecting you when I'm like, oh, we don't hang with girls like that? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So, accountability again. Hold yourself accountable yeah. as well, right? I, mm -hmm. I agree. I think, too, um, we need to learn. We have we need to learn to be vulnerable. But then again, we have to be in situations. We have to be around people who allow Make us, us to be comfortable. vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So, create that safe it. space. Having... Those people you can reach out to, especially if you can't reach out to your mate and be vulnerable with your mate or your best friends, and those aren't your friends. And yeah. that's not who you should be with. Right. Yeah. And I, I always pick my friends that way. Mm -hmm. If I can't talk about the, the messed up things that I'm going through, you are not my friend. Right. And I don't want to hang around you because I'm an open book. Exactly. And I want to be able to call and be like, girl, this if you, and that. You say you can't sometimes if. They shut you down. They don't want to no, hear it. No, because it's not about shutting me down. It's mm -hmm. not about hearing it because that's also called protecting yourself. Because mm -hmm. I might be going through something and you might be going through something too. And you got to protect you first. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's about if I don't feel like you got me. If I don't okay. feel like you got my best interest, you're going to take okay. my weakness and hold it against me. Right. Okay. You can't be my friend. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel open enough to say, hey, this is what I'm going through with you. You know, if yeah. I don't feel like I'm ha I can have that conversation, you're not somebody that I can call a friend. Yeah, and yeah. it should be, we should be able to have that conversation sometimes even with strangers. Mm -hmm. But we don't feel like that in the black, with black women. I, being in the military causes you to be around all different types of ethnicities. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had some white girlfriends that they talk about everything mm -hmm. from yeah. their husbands cheating on them to everything. And they don't, they don't hold back and they give each other advice. 
But black women, we try to real advice, real raw advice. Yes, okay. yes, like girl, this is a business I've, I've deal. Some... Don't leave that man because you don't have anywhere to go. Oh, that's how they <laughs> talk to each other. Yeah. But black women, we don't talk to each other like that. Because I have had some. They were I wouldn't say them friends, but associates that were white or whatever, and they would tell me they like to have black homegirls because their white homegirls weren't real. They were fake. Everything they're talking about is fake. They want to make it all pretty and a bow yeah. and type shit. I guess maybe one of their struggles. I could see that. But I think it depends on the 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 setting and where you're meeting those type of friends. Again, like I said, I'm speaking military. Sometimes your your um closeness is based off of that fraternity life versus you know your color of your skin or your background. So Mm -hmm. it may be because of that, but you know. Yeah. So I think that so basically we're saying we need to create a sisterhood. We need to be more intentional. Your sisterhood. And um. You get further with community than you do competition anyway. It's a lot of competition between black women. And I hate when I hate when black women say like, Oh, I don't I don't trust women. You know what oh, I mean? I, oh, I, I, I don't oh, like yes. it. But <laughs> I can also understand because I've come across some women that will make you feel that way. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I don't like it. I love black women. Absolutely. I love sisterhood. You know what I'm saying? But I also know that not every black woman feels that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think that I just think in in the black community, period, um, people try to pinpoint different things or judge other people to to point out why they're better than the men. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where the competition comes because it's like, oh, well, she do that or she that be thinks she did, and it's like, no, she she's just doing better. You know what I mean? And it's like. Don't hate on her. Go ask her how she got there. If if you're trying to go there, you know, Mm -hmm. like. So I think a part of protecting black women is definitely creating a sisterhood. sisterhood yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure. And uh, and how do y'all feel? Are so we approachable as like, or do you feel like you personally are approachable? I have. Or do you give off that demeanor like? So to be honest, bitch face, baby color, whatever. So now, now my facial expression, I don't think is gonna change a whole lot. Because uh-huh. um, I don't really feel like, no, my energy, I've done the work internally to feel more welcoming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't say that I was always that way. Though. Yeah. You know, I was I was very close. Gross. Yeah, yeah I, I was close, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A lack of trust, trust yeah. from a lot of issues that honestly started with women, to be honest. Um, but as you grow and you find women that, you know, you like and you and you you develop a level of spirituality and you you start to attract different people and you just want to cultivate whatever you got going on inside right, right, you know right. what i'm saying yeah. so you want to be what you want to attract absolutely you know what i'm absolutely. saying so no i wasn't always that way yeah um but i will say that and i just had a daughter you know okay. and one thing that i really was intentional on while i was pregnant with my daughter and now my daughter's turning one tomorrow i wanted to be more soft I wanted to be more vulnerable, you know? Um, I didn't want to be super hard. I didn't want to teach her that rhetoric that I was taught. Break that cycle. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to break that curse because Mm -hmm. I think that us Black women being so strong is what makes people feel like we don't need protection. But where do you think that comes from? Do you think, do y'all think, did your mom teach you that? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I was taught that. Yeah. I I was but talk about action, not talk about words. Yeah. My mom talked about action. I, I was talking about words. What a combination yeah. for me? I would say that a lot of times people tend to bond over trauma. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Versus yes. bonding yes. or yes. like anything that's like positive. Yes. So I think when you start gravitating toward people who have a shared struggle mm-hmm. that you have no versus trauma. finding somebody who has shared success or just somebody, you know, catching them a longer past, you mm-hmm. know, you can read people's energy. Mm-hmm. And so by doing so, that's how you. Are I can now though. I'll say that I can. I can read their now. Not when I was in my twenties or whatever. Oh, I could always. That's mm-hmm. something that I think that I've been a uh, Yeah, because I've I've always given off good energy. So mm-hmm. I've always I feel like God has given me people in my life that have protected me. Yeah. So that that. I, so I, in your twenties, you were able to if you could, you were able to sense their energy if it was mm-hmm. good or bad. It was actually easier oh, in my way. younger age. Oh, okay. And it's way. harder for me in my thirties. At my younger age, and then you know why? Because I was more open to receive it. Mm-hmm. So I was giving off the energy that I really wanted to receive. Yeah. Now, experiences in life have... Hard now I'm more sheltered. Hard. Now yeah. I'm more hard. Yeah. I'm like, mm, nope, last time I did that, this mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So now it's a little bit harder. It's harder to make new friends. It's harder to be approachable because I don't, for lack of better words, give a fuck. Mm-hmm. At this point, like, listen, I done been there, done that three times over. I don't care if you like me or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to be nice. I'm not trying to be likable. Nice what? I don't need you okay, to like okay. me. I need yeah. you. I, I need you to respect me. Yeah. And I really don't give. A, I really don't care if you respect me or not mm-hmm. because I'm not because I respect myself. In general, you make me speak in general. Yeah, and just in general, like you know, so. I think it may be harder now. Now I'm less approachable. Back in my twenties, I'm buying everybody's shots at the at the club. I'm doing this. We so have a good time. So you wanted to be liked in your twenties more. Now you just don't really care. It didn't. It wasn't about wanting to be liked. Okay. I think I was like a bull because that's the energy that I had. Mm-hmm. I my energy Why were you was buying shots in the club because that's what I like to do. I had like fun. You know what made me feel good? Uh-huh. Making sure everybody around me was having a okay. good time. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. made me feel good. Mm-hmm. So that's the energy that I gave off. We gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever I stepped in the room everybody knew like oh we're gonna have a good time okay. because no matter where she at no matter what we're going through i know i knew how to give off that energy mm-hmm. because that's who i was but mm-hmm. now in my 30s i don't have that energy yeah. i don't have a good time all the time i'm not happy all the time i got real shit that i'm going through i'm talking about I'm, in my head i'm always thinking the numbers mm-hmm. the next business i'm gonna start the mm-hmm. legacy i'm about to create so i don't really got time to be making sure you happy yeah you know what yeah. i mean so my energy is different and i think that it transitions with where you are in life, yeah. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and then back then I was open mm-hmm. and I wasn't protecting myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. care who was around me. Mm-hmm. It was just cool, mm-hmm. but now I'm protecting me. Mm-hmm. I need to be watched who in my circle because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just about age and growth and where you are in and life. Experience, yeah. Yeah. experience. Um, you have a better gauge of the amount of access you want people yeah. to have. Yeah. 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 So that's my thing. Like, I still, I still want to keep a small circle. Um, but I still, the thing about dealing with with people that you know have a certain level of energy, and you give up a certain level of energy, even if I'm having a bad day or I come around with an attitude, I need my girls to know she just having a bad day. Absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. I need to be able to have a bad fucking day. See, I also do that even with strangers because if I'm having bad customer service or something like that, I'll be like, I don't know what that person went through today. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm not going to pop off back with them. You know, I'm not going to go at them. Number one, I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to let you get me. Hello. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because you having a bad day, you ain't going to make me Absolutely. So I'll be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that. But I think that in because I'm naturally going to be a giver, not to not to the extent to where I'm giving, I've given out, but I'm I have to only fuck with people that are worth giving to. Oh, yeah. right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As far as your inner circle. Yes, goes. yes. I right. think that that's what it was when I was younger. I was more close because I was fucking with too many takers. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Was still getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also I think that it plays a difference on what you've been through. Mm-hmm. For instance, like, you know, I can, us, both of us, we're military. Mm-hmm. So we're very stern. We're very mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we don't really care. We done been to war and back two yeah. times over. Mm-hmm. So it's thing, if there are things that, like, it just changed us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how we are different versus my, my two people over here that, Hey, like, I ain't been through as much serious shit as y'all been through. So I ain't got it. You know, I don't feel that need to be rah-rah all the time. I'm a little bit more dainty and, and, you know, womanly or whatever. And so I think it has a lot to do with your experiences. Do you feel like, let me ask a question. Do you feel like as far as like professional world, you do have to be more dominant, more masculine? You tap into your masculine energy? And then at home in personal life, you need to tap into your feminine energy more. It's hard to it's hard to transition. Yeah, I was about to say learn knowing when to cut it on and off. Yeah, yeah. and that's a, that's a struggle again. Is it it's a woman struggle? Is it a black woman struggle? Just in general, what you think? I personally feel like it's a black woman struggle okay. because I think that even in the workplace, because I've worked yeah, in corporate America, we treat white women more softly. Absolutely. Yeah. We 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 act like black women are oh she got it. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't got to help her with her bags, but we're going to help this white lady mm-hmm. with her bags. You know, we, we just, it's just, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's hereditary. I haven't even seen black men do it. Do what? Yeah. They treat a white, white woman oh. more dainty than they don't treat the sister. Yeah. They're going to help the vulnerable white girl before they help, help the sister. Yeah. And and it's because you look at the black woman That's like, so oh, she got, she, it. she got it. She got it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's so hard because we always have something to prove. And yes. it's so hard mm-hmm. speaking up in a world that don't want to hear your voice. Because when we start when we start talking, guess what you name? A mad, angry black woman. Angry black woman. Yes. Yes. Girl. Yes. You know what I'm Let saying? you raise your voice. Let yes. you speak a little bit sternly. Like, I'm, more sternly. I'm not trying to do that, but yeah. I, I I would like the same level of respect that you give this little, small, dainty Caucasian woman over here. Um. So for me, like, yeah, that that is hard to do. But I will say, that being a woman that especially in the military it, it it's good and bad especially with everything that's going on but i haven't really experienced a lot of in the military i've been protected in the military like i remember in in um basic training i never once cleaned my weapon like okay. people would come in and be like i clean your weapon Okay. But I'm also males, men. Yeah, okay. I'm also five. I think it's because I'm five three and was small. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so you felt protected in that situation. Well, let me ask you, you, not to interrupt, huh? Sometimes. <laughs> let me tell you. I know. If you tried to clean my weapon, I was like, I don't need you to clean my weapon. I hate that. So with let me just taking it off of us like what do you feel do you feel like a daintier woman you know gets that protection or you're like do you have to put up this damn i'm so yeah i'm so this yeah. and this to get the protection that you want from you have black to, that man? second one you have to do that <laughs> i i don't i have i'm learning that now but yes you do have to put on that face but that fake that. ass shit yeah I didn't do that. I tapped it. But you but have a me, natural, like, oh. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, that's why I said I'm petite, and then <laughs> yeah. I, you know, kind of soft. So. so you tap into, do you tap into your more feminine energy? I don't you're dealing feel, with men? at that age, I don't think, I didn't no, like that I did. Now, yes. You know what I mean? And you know when you're doing it, do you realize when you're doing it? Or yeah, I'm natural? very intentional. Okay, right. okay, okay. Um, so, in closing, so in closing, I'm asking, so what are we saying the black woman looks like? I mean, excuse me, protecting the black woman. What does it look like? We said accountability, 
standing um, up make, for me. Standing up for me. Uh, making me feel safe and making life easier for me mm -hmm. in whatever way you can.